0: slowly stood up my heavy shaking breaths hitting the wood but i couldn't bring myself to go in i just i just wanted to cry i felt like i was being haunted by my own grief i don't exactly know how long i was standing there it could have been for a minute or even an hour either way though it felt like forever i finally stepped away and went to the bathroom i held back tears as i made sure there wasn't any glass left to my foot then i properly bandaged it with everything that happened and was still happening all i could think was why us why me i just wanted to be a husband a, a father a family Why does life's unfairness have to be so cruel? It's more than just not getting what you want. It's losing what you love. It's your son dying after only a month of being. It's not just unfair, it's cruel. So fucking cruel. After securing the bandage, I limped out of the bathroom, my body weighing with exhaustion. Then, I halted in front of the nursery door, my eyes scrunching shut as the sound of crying suddenly came from behind it. Never in my life have I prayed, not even for my son, it just, it felt like shouting into a void to me. But at that moment, I prayed. I prayed for it to end, I I needed it to end, but nobody was listening. Life wasn't that fair, I should have known that by now. I opened my eyes, tears welling in them, and kept walking past it. The cries grew fainter as I went downstairs, but I could still hear them. I could feel them crying for daddy as I laid my heavy head on the couch pillow. I had hoped that my wife would wake up and deal with it, but she never did. The entire night, I laid there the tears drying against my cheeks as it relentlessly cried. My psyche was shattering piece by piece as it grew impossible to even keep a grasp on reality or try and figure out what the fuck was going on while its screams filled my ears and bounced around in my skull. At that point, I just wanted to die or at least just be numb. To have the ability to not give a single fuck about anything happening, even if just for five seconds, would have helped me sleep that night. By the time it was morning, the crying had stopped at some point, but I don't really remember when. Jack, my wife said suddenly, her hand resting on my shoulder. I jolted my head, whipping towards her. I didn't mean to scare you. It's, it's fine. I just... I didn't sleep. I could see guilt hanging on her expression. Everything alright? I wanna... I want to... I wanna apologize for last night. You've been really patient with me, and... I feel like I've been asking you for more than you can handle. We paused in silence for a moment, our eyes shifting around each other. She sat down next to me and rested her head on my shoulder. I kissed the top of her head and enjoyed the quiet with her. I wanted to bring up what I saw last night, but I figured now wasn't the right time. And about the smell, you weren't wrong. I went to go see him this morning and it hit me like a truck, honestly. She chuckled weakly. Turns out he was molding on the inside, which apparently can happen. I reached out to the seller and she said that it happened due to poor upkeep. Suddenly, she broke into tears, collapsing into my chest. I held her close as her tears soaked through my shirt. How did did I manage to lose him twice? My heart shattered. It's okay, though. You can always get a new one. No, I can't! I looked into her eyes with deep concern. Olivia, can we speak honestly for just a moment with no hard feelings? She slowly nodded. It's a doll. You can get another one. Even then, I pushed the wrong button as she ripped herself from my arms and stormed upstairs. You don't get it. You never did. You know what? No, that's not fucking fair. Well, none of this is fucking fair. Before I could get another word in, she was already in our bedroom, the door slamming behind her. I buried my face in my hands as I drew deep, slow breaths. Everyone always said grief brings people together, but all this is doing is tearing everything apart. My marriage, myself, my understanding of what's real and what isn't. I spent another work day in a complete daze. I even got reprimanded by my boss for lack of work ethic. When I got home, I was met with a distraught wife. She was definitely still mad at me, so I considered whether or not to even ask if she was okay. Hey, hun, Are you alright? Uh, I threw him out. Oh. Um, I'm sorry. Are you, though? Liv, come on. I'm honestly surprised you didn't say, Thank God. Look. Uh, I'm sorry about this morning, but I'm really trying, and I know you know that, but it's hard when you keep flying off the handle. Do you want to see somebody? A grief counselor, maybe? He was my grief counselor! That's why I'm getting another one, just like you said, right? Um, right. Whatever works for you, I guess. I smiled weakly. She sipped her coffee with a daze in her eye, like she could see something that wasn't there. Just by looking at her, you could tell she was dangling at the edge, but I couldn't pry and prod anymore, for her sake and mine. She let me sleep in our bed that night, but we didn't exchange any more words than, good night. I could feel the back of her ankles against my legs. At some point, she even turned towards me in her sleep, but she didn't want to touch me. She needed just enough space, and I let her have it. A night without it in the house, though, gave me the best sleep I had had since he died. I actually woke up feeling refreshed for once, but I quickly noticed the emptiness next to me. She must have gotten up early that morning. As I left the bedroom, my brows furrowed as I heard humming from behind the nursery door. My puzzled expression twisted further as I saw my wife cradling it in her arms. Good morning. I thought you had to get rid of him. Oh, good morning. And I did. This is a new one. She even smiled as she held it in her arms. Wow. Already? That was fast. Oh, you know, express shipping. She shrugged with a chuckle. Sweet. I'm going to try and put him down for his nap. Could you brew me a cup of coffee? Yeah, sure. I smiled before closing the door behind me. The second she couldn't see me anymore, I stood absolutely baffled. Something about it just seemed... off. How could she have gotten a new one that quickly? It just didn't add up. She had gotten so attached to it, the thought of her wanting to keep it, no matter the mold, didn't surprise me. What hurt the most, though, is that she'd lie to me about it. After filling the steaming mugs, I set them down at the table and read the news on my phone as I waited for her to come down. He didn't put up a fight, thank God! She sighed with a relief as she trotted downstairs. That's good. I sipped my coffee, keeping my eyes on the screen. She sat across from me, taking slow sips as she stared off in a daze again. I occasionally glanced up at her watching her tap her finger against the mug and by her cheek. Uh, Are you all right? She laughed at the question, (laughs) circling her finger around the rim of the mug. The weather sure looks nice today, huh? It is. Maybe you should spend some time outside. You could take him for a walk. Yeah, that, that sounds nice. Her words trailed off like she was dreaming. I helped her take out the baby carriage that we never got to use and watched with unease as she laid the doll in it. I hope you two have a nice time. I smiled. We'll be back soon! We quickly kissed before she was out the door. And finally, I could breathe. It was only a mere few hours, but it was still time to breathe. It was also time to think. The past few nights, I had experienced things that were beyond what I thought grief would be like. I knew it'd be haunting, but... Not like this. I never really believed in the supernatural. I'd say I'm a skeptical person. But after the constant crying, the footprints, I couldn't make any logic of it. I'd run in circles to death before it made any actual sense to me. And my wife seems to know more than she's letting on. But I was scared that one more question would push her out the door. I couldn't lose her too but now our grief wasn't just going down two different paths it was going in completely opposite directions she needed the doll to heal but i needed it gone to heal but i didn't know how to get rid of it without hurting her in the process i thought about tossing it and making her believe she misplaced it but that just felt cruel I didn't need to put her under any more distress. By the time she got back, I hadn't really moved off square one. I still didn't understand anything. I couldn't figure any of it out. I was just aching even more. Are you feeling any better? Yeah, it was nice to get some sun. The little guy sure enjoyed it too. Didn't you? Didn't you? She gushed. I couldn't help but feel so uncomfortable watching her treat it like it was our son. But it's her way of coping, and I had to respect that. To at least put my mind at some ease, I told myself that I'm just under a lot of stress and that my grieving mind is just playing tricks on me. I guess being tormented by him was better than never seeing him again. That night, she actually laid close to me. Our legs intertwined as she fell asleep against me, her arm across my chest. I missed her warmth so much. I thought his death had cooled her touch, but she was still so warm, so comforting. It was easy falling asleep that night with her against me, like a child in their favorite stuffed animal. But, stupidly, I forgot that life isn't just unfair. It's cruel. In the middle of the night, I was awoken by the cries over the baby monitor again. Only this time, as my eyes opened, I realized I couldn't move anything else. My heart pounded as I drew in panicked breaths. My jaw merely trembled as I attempted to speak, Please for help caught in my throat. A tear streamed down the side of my face as I waited for my wife to wake up, but she didn't. I was locked on that bed, unable to do anything but listen to its cries. I wanted to scream, sob, punch a fucking wall, but I could do absolutely nothing. Suddenly, the speaker cut out, its cries halting with a staticky screech. My trembling breaths filled the silent room as my body stayed frozen on the bed. I couldn't even squeeze out a groan to try and wake her. Then the sound of a door creaking open came from the hallway, and the cries began again. This time not over the speaker though, but from the hallway. Its cries sounded distorted. They were deeper, more drawn out, and they sent goosebumps from head to toe. I scrunched my eyes as I begged to be able to move. The crying nearing closer, then the bedroom door slowly opened, the deep cries filling up the room. I looked over at my wife, who was somehow still asleep. I wondered if this was even happening outside of my own head. I couldn't actually see it, but I could tell it was moving closer, and with each step its cries grew deeper. It reached the point that it sounded like it was gargling on its own blood. When it stood by my ear, its sobs were deafening. Now I couldn't move, and I couldn't hear anything besides this suffocating, dizzying cry that made me feel like I was drowning in molten tar. da It gargled. And just like that, I felt my entire body unlock and a scream worth a thousand screams exited my mouth like a dam breaking open. The sound waves rippled my throat as I scatteredly threw myself off the bed and into the corner of the room. Jesus Christ! My wife shouted as she finally woke up, ripping off her sleeping mask and turning the lamp on. I let out wails of pure terror as I balled up in the corner, my body tremoring. My, my God, what? What happened? It, 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 he, he was, I could barely squeeze a word out in between sobs. Jesus, she hopped off the bed and kneeled next to me, my body flinching as she reached for me. What happened? I slowly turned toward her, my eyes gaping wide. Instead of saying a word, I stumbled to my feet and made my way out of the bedroom. Where are you going? what happened jack i ignored her calls as i threw the nursery door open my eyes darted around as i searched for it then realized it was in the crib jack jack what are you doing i'm not doing this anymore jack can we can we just talk about this please she gasped in horror as i yanked it out of the crib you're right olivia this isn't a doll this is a fucking parasite and I want it gone. Jack, please, that's our son. No, it's fucking not, she winced as I screamed. Stop, please. She begged, tears pouring from her eyes as I began rapidly shaking it in front of her face. This isn't our son. Then, in one final burst of rage, I gripped it by its throat and slammed it to the ground with all of my might. In this moment, I realized that I learned two things from the death of my son. Caskets aren't supposed to be that small. And reborn dolls aren't supposed to have internal organs. My wife crumbled to her knees as she let out those cries, the ones I could never forget. My breathing and heartbeat practically stopped. My body shutting down for a moment as I stared down at the spilled, graying organs and mushy skin that she attempted to cup in her trembling hands. I slowly looked up at her, utter horror hanging on my expression. Olivia, what is this? He didn't belong down there! He belongs with me! With... with us!